You are alive to shine. I'm Beth. And I'm Kate. And this is the Shine Podcast, where we meet lots of different people and hear about the ways that they light up the world. And here's why we're doing this. We've been changed and affected by people who shine with the love of Jesus. And the world needs people like that and like you right now. So be encouraged and let your light shine. Check one, two. Are you nervous? Up, up, up. Yeah. Uh, are you? No. <laughs> you guys are so chill. Are you nervous? <laughs> Maybe we should turn out all the lights. <laughs> you, do it. you know how like when you go to spinning classes, they turn out all the lights so that you can't see each other? That's the kind of... <laughs> I'm going to sing in this microphone. Just kidding. I haven't sang in a very long time. Oh my gosh. So you went to Beaver County Community College? Mm-hmm. That was first. That was and way back. And then Ohio University, you got your bachelor's. So six years ago, what year was that? 2016. But we've been together since 2011. I met him in high school. Oh, did you go to high school together? No. No, I worked with his mom. And then she was like, oh, I have a son. And she hooked us up together. We went on one date and then... (laughs) You've been together ever since? Yeah. It was in 2011. Mm -hmm. A long, long time ago. And you were at Mercy? St. Elizabeth's? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you ever see Cheryl? Williams? Yeah. She works one floor down from me. <laughs> if I wouldn't have drank water. some of this, I would have. Oh my gosh, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was I can't drink the tap water. What is this tap water? Oh, lovely tap water. How long have you been at St. Elizabeth's? Since 2015. I graduated in May, got my job in December. Okay. It was beautiful. Thank you for getting me tap water. <laughs> <laughs> I so appreciate how that. Do you, how do you manage this in the car? That's she what spills I would like to know. all over the place. Because <laughs> it's not going to fit in a cup holder. Like, this is nearly the only one that will. Oh, I was going to say. But, because, which is why I brought it. I see. I would spill it. Everything I have in the car has to have a lid. I have two kids, so my car smells like a lot of random things that get spilled. <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly. Juice. Like, what's the smell today? Diapers. You never know. It's really great. The best time is when you're in between diaper sizes. And the ones that you're using up, we get blowouts. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have a lot of stained clothes mm-hmm. that require scrubbing. It's really great. Good old zout. Days. You need zout. It works better than shout. I know. Shout yes. is worthless. Shout is, <laughs> shout is basically laundry soap. But zout zout, zout is does good. work. And so does OxyClean. I use like the powdered OxyClean. I pour it in the washer with every load just because, in case I miss anything. <laughs> I feel like there's so many good little... And you know what else works good? Yes. Color catchers. Because this mom don't always have time to sort the laundry. Color catchers. Have you ever heard of such I a thing? I have not heard no. of them. Shout makes them. Shout brand. This is the only thing good that Shout makes. They're almost like a dryer sheet. Throw it in. You use one or two, depending on what you have in the load. Yeah. And then it literally, you could throw any color clothes you want in there. And anything that would bleed on your clothes just goes onto the sheet instead. It works because I've put like red and white and purple and blue and and, and like all the baby's clothes go in one load. So yeah. they just color catcher away. You guys live in East Palestine? Mm-hmm. How long have you been there? Okay, so I did things a little backwards. I moved in with his parents in East Palestine when I was in, in college. I moved out of my parents' house and then uh, I moved in with his parents. Okay. And then in 2014... We were looking, just like looking for houses, just for something fun. And then that's when we bought our house in 2014. And then we got married in 2016. 
So you worked with Carrie uh-huh. at the hot dog shop. You were in, in Chippewa because mm-hmm. Western Pe- Western Beaver. Where's is that near Chippewa? Mm-hmm. About twenty minutes or okay. so. Mm-hmm. How so am you, I just learning this now? So you worked You've with been there Carrie. Before? You worked with Carrie before you. Oh yeah, she hooked them up. Yeah, she hooked us together, forever. Little did she know. <laughs> <laughs> she must be happy about it. Yes, I was all. You know how young high school kids are when they get broke up. They're all like mopey and depressed, and that's how I went into work one day. You, you and your high school boyfriend, yeah, or whatever you want to call them, broke (laughs) up, and then here come to find out, Chris and his girlfriend at the time had just broken up, and so he was like the same thing, and so she was like, maybe you guys could just hang out and like cheer each other up, and it worked. And then he took me out on a date, and here's the kicker: he opened my car door and paid for everything. I was like, this is new, because that's not how my other relationships were. (laughs) I was like, this is how you're supposed to be pampered and spoiled. Carrie raised her boys right. She did. mm -hmm. They did. Yeah. So then the rest is history. Yeah. What's the backstory about your parents? Yeah, we just, uh, yeah, there was a lot of fighting. So I was like, I'm Are you the oldest? Yeah. Of how many? Three. You don't Mm -hmm. see them much? Me and my mom are okay now, but I don't live with her. It's it's much better. I was going to say, for some people, it's <laughs> yeah. just, you get a little yeah. separation. And like, I talk to her. Work. Like, I'll drive home from work, and that's when I call people. Because, I mean, that's the only time I have time, free time. Mm-hmm. And I talk to her most every night that I drive home from work. She comes out, and I go out and see her. And sometimes it just it's just better not to live with <clears throat> the person. You can get along a lot better. Yeah. Carrie's husband's name. Ken. Ken. Okay, I thought mm-hmm. so. They treat me like the daughter they never had because they had all the boys. And so when I come into the family, I was the first daughter-in-law. And so I might be just a tad bit spoiled. (laughs) Just a little bit. I love it. (laughs) But I'll take it. It's lovely. I'm always so happy every time we talk about the You didn't know this? I swear I told you this stuff. Just the part where she was working at hot dog shop. But I love all of the browns. So much. I do. I tell Chris all the time. I'm like, I love them so much. I adore your mm-hmm. whole family. You've got a good little And crew. I'm just like, I'm so happy you guys are here. Mm-hmm. Class act people. <laughs> You're like cream of the crop. I love it. So how about in preparation for this, I listened to a couple of old podcasts because I've, I've been really behind. I listened to people that I knew. Good. I listened to Ellen's and somebody around there. Around Ellen's, because oh, I didn't do much schooling. Yeah. When, we, when we first started coming here, I listened to them, all, like a lot of them, and I learned a lot about people. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Because you don't, even if you meet them at church and like, you don't know them, you won't know all this right. stuff about them immediately. So right. it, is, it is really fun. You don't have to be I'm shy too, but... in front of people. Like, look at us. We're <laughs> drinking tap water, cold coffee, and watered bottle for the guests. Saying bad things. <laughs> herself. I know. We better get with it. All right. Stop yawning. I'm just Drink that. Call me sleepy. Tap water. Sleepy. <laughs> well, I mean, you do know, you do know your water bottles. It's just tap water. filled also with tap water. <laughs> We're all aware of this, yeah. correct? <laughs> it's all tap water. <laughs> special tap oh my gosh <laughs> welcome shine podcast listeners it's elizabeth it's Catherine, and we are here with the miss sarah brown now you might be confused because we have a lot of browns in mm, our church we do. there's three different brown families yes 
And Sarah belongs to our newest Brown clan, Mama and Papa, Ken and Carrie Brown, and Sarah and her husband, Chris, and Carrie and Ken's other son, Craig, and his wife, Jill, and the kids. So they are the newest Brown addition to the Upper Room Fellowship. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for coming on today. The only one who will say yes to us. (laughs) Right. We're trying to get the rest of the clan. We'll wrangle them in. I love that you're the spearhead to it. Sarah's first. They'll follow you. They just may take time. Sarah was born and raised in Ohioville, PA. She's the oldest of three siblings. She graduated from Western Beaver High School in 2012. She got her associate's degree in 2015 at the Community College of Beaver County. Sarah and Chris have been married since 2016. They reside in East Palestine, Ohio. They are the proud parents of two beautiful girls. Raylynn is three and Riley is four months. Sarah got her bachelor's from Ohio University and she is a registered nurse. She works at St. Elizabeth's. She enjoys hiking, running, camping, they have been at the upper room for the past two years. How did you guys find us? That was like during COVID. Oh, yeah. So I'm that weirdo that does some Google searches. And I was just feeling like looking for a, a sermon one day. So during COVID, COVID was a really rough time for nurses. So I was like, I just need to like listen to something like a sermon or some songs. or I, I don't even know how I, how I got this YouTube channel for the church. But somehow I got the YouTube sermon, and it was the one where Chris was sitting in, like, a cabin, some kind of little shed thingy. It was a cabin he built. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he had, like, a beard. He was just all, like, you and I, just like a normal person. And I was like, this is kind of cool. So I listened to that one, and then I listened to, I don't know, say, like, two or three other ones. So I got to look this place up. That's how I found your email. And that's when that's when you're like, oh, yeah, church is in in right now because of COVID. And I was like, well, keep me posted. And then I forgot about it because life gets busy. A while later, when we they restarted is when you were like, oh, we're back again. We got to go check this out. And I got the whole family to come. And you are the we've been coming pretty much since then, other than vacations. So COVID brought us to church. <laughs> I love it. I guess. There's some good things about COVID. <laughs> right. The Brown family came. For right. sure. So, Sarah, tell us who or what turned your light on. Okay, so back to my teenage years okay, and growing up, we were what I call church hoppers, kind of. Okay, we hopped between two churches. I called them as a, as a younger teenage, maybe before teenage years, I called it the little church and the big church. The little church was like a teeny tiny church with two rows of pews you sang out of like these little chorus books off of a CD, like really small. And then the big church was kind of similar to this, like a band, you know, you got the worship team, you got hundreds of people, that kind of style. So we would simmer back and forth between those two, but we never really like consistently went all the time. But the little church was a part of the free Methodist churches, I guess is what you call it. Every year they had a family camp. So this is where you would go for a week. So they have upbeat services. They would have an evangelist come in every year and they'd have services every night and all this stuff it was really cool and those times were like you felt the spirit in those times it wasn't just like going to church like it was really really awesome every year you would get like super close you know and you'd feel like all right I'm on fire like I got this and then the rest of the year would kind of simmer out and then you go back to church camp and then it's like yes I'm great 
and back at it again. Intermixed in those, I would go to like some church camps for like me to go as a camper, like as a teenager. And same thing, like you'd get those, I don't know, like church highs, for -hmm. lack of a better term, and then kind of simmer out again. But now that I'm here, I feel this has kind of made it. Stick? Stick, yeah. What kind of turned me on initially was the church camps and things like that growing up. And then, you know, you just drift away and then come back and then drift away and then come back. But then this place has actually made it stick. Did it feel like your home life when you were a teenager didn't support? Um, yeah. My dad worked at the hot dog shop. So my dad would work every Sunday hmm. because he was a manager and that's what the managers had to do. And so he never, except for like holidays, would get to go. And then my mom would take us when she felt like it. So until I was able to drive, it was just whenever we were able to go, whichever place we were able to go. So there was never like a stable, I know these people, I have support. Not that they're not supportive, but there was never that, like here, it wasn't like a family. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of, let me jump into this place, let me jump into that place. You're lucky if they know you. Well, at the little church, they knew your name, but the big church, they didn't know your name. You just went there for kind of just for show in a way. The church camps were good. Like those, I got to know people and like the same people would go and things like that, which is I think why I felt connected. But that's once a year. Did you feel like that's where you met Jesus and like he became real to you? Growing up, you you say like, yeah, I know Jesus and stuff. But like that's probably the first time was one of the pastors actually, I I vividly remember this at church camp. He was a big, big guy. And he was standing in front, like this is like an old school tabernacle style barn building type of deal. (laughs) And he was standing in the front and he would have everybody, not everybody, but like those that wanted would like come out and come down the center. And he did like this hand laying thing. And it was like the most, I don't know, it was like the coolest, like I'd never had an experience like that before ever. And so I think that's why I enjoyed them because you felt like you had Mm. support and you felt like a family and... It was like a family reunion almost, Mm. but they just weren't often enough. Now that I'm here, I kind of feel like you get that support all the time, not just once once a year year or or if you're lucky once a year. (laughs) That's why I love it here. When you decided to find a church during COVID. Yeah, I was real depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, COVID was... COVID did a number on a nurse's brain. I'm sorry. So at that point was like, we got to do something. So then I came here and... Was Chris on board with you? Yeah. He's on board pretty much with anything. He's a very go with the flow kind of guy. And I was really surprised and not surprised when we all came. They all like love it. Except for when Chris has to work on the house because that's his only day off. Oh, yeah. I mean, other than that, I mean, he's like, "We're, we're going, let's go. We're ready. We're like a little tag team in the mornings, getting the girls ready. I love it. Yeah, it's really great. He's very supportive of me. How do you feel post-COVID? A lot better. With the nurse's brain? A lot better. There's some reprieve now. Not everybody's dying. It's a lot better now. Way better. And there's a lot more um, support in the hospital now. We have a transporter at the hospital. This has made a real big impact, too. Transporter of all people in the hospital, right? that will come to the unit sometimes. Like in the mornings, he'll come to the units and just say a prayer. He'll get like everybody all together and he'll be like, I just wanna pray for you guys today. And it's so inspiring. And I'm like, I need to be that bold, but I haven't gotten there yet. 
when I went back to work, this is just random, when I went back to work after having the baby so last week, he came up to me and gave me a big hug, and he said, have you been back to church yet? By the way, I said, I wanted to go back the next week after I had her, but my family said I had to rest a week. <laughs> but I was like, every, other than that, other than what we've been gone, I've been back. And I asked him, I said one time, because he goes to church, obviously. Yeah. But I said, are you going to ever come visit my church? And he goes, I'll come to your church if you come visit my church. And I was like, <gasps> ooh. Well, I like it. Maybe. I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but maybe. Oh, you should. I should, just to see. Uh-huh. I'd be oh, curious. I'd be all about that. Because he's very bold. Like, I'm very timid yeah. when it comes to that. I need to get better at that. <laughs> but I appreciate his boldness and is received well at work. I didn't know how it would be received the first few times he did it. And I was like, I was fine with it, but I didn't know what my coworkers would think. Yeah. Because nurses are very um diverse. But everyone was fine. It was neat. He literally, like, as he's wheeling patients down the hallway, we'll pray for them. Out loud. World strolling down the hallway. It's awesome. So tell us, Sarah, what lights you up? Taking care of people, clearly, is the big thing. I try to make a difference for not just my patients, but everyone that I encounter in what I do. Whether it be their family that may not be the most easy to deal with, I try to put myself in their shoes. And what can I do to show God's love to them? Even if it's a terrible time, I do the best that I can. And I might not be as bold as some people, but I try. That's kind of where I try to be the biggest example. And then I also really like, I really like kids. I really like spending time with kids. Monica, did you hear that? Yeah. Future Sunday school (laughs) teacher. Now Now that my kid will go to Sunday school without throwing a meltdown. She does great. Then maybe that'll be my next journey is. Oh, God bless you. Helping in the kiddos. Did you always know you wanted to be a nurse? Yeah. I said that I thought I wanted to be a nurse and then I went to nursing school and it stuck. So. What's the hardest thing about nursing right now? COVID's dying down. So it's not COVID anymore. I would say currently families patient families. The patients might be very simple and very easy, but the families in tough times, and I myself am this, I can be the same way, are a challenge to deal with. And you've got to speak to them in a kind, loving manner. And I'm a team lead at work. So I have to, when situations are- Diffuse things. Yes. I have to diffuse situations when management isn't there. So I get to be the one to go in and calm people down. And you've noticed that that has changed since COVID? With par- yeah, because during COVID, and- families weren't allowed to come. But even before COVID? Um, yeah, it's gotten a lot stronger, a lot more emotional. Let's put it that hmm. way. So it's it's rough. Again, we just... One, so you're not only one day at trying a time. to take care of the patients. Yeah. You, you've got to play you gotta psychologist nurse the families. or coach or, <laughs> right. or counselor to yeah. the families that are dealing mm-hmm. with the other hard thing with ones. nursing right now i noticed too like that's a struggle is the the turnover so we have a lot of new people i also kind of play we kind of have to play like mother to the new people too so you're kind of coaching them along on how to coach people kind of like a and those effort. are probably nurses that didn't get a lot it of was during hands-on. covid mm-hmm. so they were you know mm-hmm. online yep things were they canceled. didn't get much hands-on experience because they weren't allowed in the hospital, which is really sad that mm-hmm. they weren't because COVID's not going to go away. My first day back, I got to train somebody. It was really great. <laughs> I was learning as I went. That's awesome. You got four months maternity mm-hmm. leave. Mm-hmm. It's new. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Besides work, what else lights you up I... in this stage of life of being a working mom? <laughs> oh, quiet. Peace and quiet. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. 
Amen to that. I was gonna say I'm um, kidding, but I'm also very serious. Right, I'm I'm kidding, but adult time. I like adult interaction. Like this is really nice to talk to an adult. My family, spending time with them, doing things together, camping, like anything we can do as as a group is what I really we really like and they really do that's one of the things mm-hmm. that i so appreciate about mm-hmm. your family is that when, when you one say comes, family you come. mean it i mean they all do it together <laughs> yeah. they all go mm-hmm. together they work together they build yeah. together they we camp met, didn't vacation. we meet the other brother at the yes harvest, and his wife party? his wife and their daughter have started coming when they're able to so we just got to wrangle the last brother in <laughs> we're trying what's he do he's an electrician okay so we've got an electrician, a, a car mechanic, and a UPS driver all mixed together. I love it. It's great. But I do really appreciate you guys are a really beautiful mm-hmm. example of family. Yeah. That's what I love about this family mm-hmm. is like we never, as growing up, we never had that. I mean, we would do stuff together, but we never had that closeness, I guess is what you want to call it. This family, Chris's family, my family now is, it's lovely. We spend so much time together, I mean, doing stuff together. It's, it was such a change from what I was used to. I mean, not that we never did stuff growing up together, because we did, but not to the same degree. We did because we had to, I guess, is more of what it was growing up. And now we just do it because that's what we love to do, mm-hmm. you know, which is beautiful. Built-in friends. Mm-hmm. What did you love to do before kids? Before kids. Oh, so Chris and I, we did a lot of um, outdoor stuff. So a lot of hiking, a lot of bike riding. He's not into running, but that's what I like to do. That's like my like mental break, stress relief type of deal. Anything outdoorsy is what we like to do. We like to shoot guns too. That's fun. Spend time together. Camp. We all do that. It's do you great. have an RV? Or- so we have a travel trailer pull behind and his parents have a fifth wheel. We like to go together and park our campers facing one another. So we can have one big yard. That's what we were doing that weekend we were missing. (laughs) Here's a fun fact too. Growing up like in high school, you know what I like to do? I like to be in musicals and show choir. This is just a random thought I just had. But I like it. I don't think I ever told you. you. Which musicals? All of them. Were you the main character? My senior year I had a decent role, but freshman year we did The Music Man, which was really old. And then the next year we did Once Upon a Mattress. It's like the princess, princess and, and the, the pea. Yeah. Uh. Um, we did that one. And then we did Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. And then senior year, we did Seussical the Musical. That one was a lot of fun, too. And I was like, you know, Whoville, like the little characters in Whoville oh, off yeah, of Dr. Seuss. A- absolutely. I was the mayor's wife. So I had to, <laughs> I have videos of it. I had like little um, words to memorize and like little start parts of the songs to sing and stuff. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. And then show choir. It's kind of like concert choir, only you you wear dresses and you dance. That was you a lot of fun. You dance too? Mm-hmm. You dance and sing. It's like jazzy, right? Yeah. Dance. All kinds of songs. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> Prior to kids, I was a very outgoing. I didn't have stage fright. Like, this would have been all up my alley. Gary, kids as you get older. You afraid of microphone? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I want to sing in a choir again. Listen, I want to do the Alleluia chorus. Time. Wait, can I tell you a story about that? Yes. So my choir director, okay, he was in charge of choir musicals. So he was like the dad of the choir, you know. The Hallelujah chorus, we would sing that every year combined with the band and the choir. And after you graduated, if you went to the concert for Christmas, he would invite alumni to come up. 
So every year until my brother graduated, which was 2018, maybe 17, 18, we would go to the concerts because he was in concert choir too. And he would invite us all up and it would just, it would come back to you. Like, even though it was so long ago that I was in high school, I could pull my parts out. We need a director. I'm not a director. That's the thing. I would love to see yeah. a choir here. And we've done it multiple times. Yeah. But we just need someone who's willing it's to lead a, it. It's been a while. I was in it. We had an Easter right. song. Was that the one that Millie led? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Dana. I'm an alto. and so I I'm have a to, soprano. I have to listen to the Well, alto I used to be parts. a soprano. I haven't sung in a long, well, other than in church and in my car. But I haven't sung, like, parts in a long time. Yeah. That's fun, though. Well, that is fun. I wasn't yeah. in show choir, but we did musicals. Well, that's a fun fact. Random. (laughs) Is that how it's going to be in eternity? We're going to get to do fun stuff like that All the time. You're going to be back in show choir. I mean, we we, we did all these things in high school that we loved. Probably the only thing we liked. We were singing Mm -hmm. and on stage and doing plays Mm -hmm. and... It's kind of maybe what like heaven will be like. Yeah. And it's just my family loves musicals. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how how great would life be if we just broke out into song and just randomly <laughs> started <Yes>. singing? <laughs> I was telling Hope she needed to go see the greatest showman. I've oh. never seen that either. That's Mark's favorite. Well, that's fun. We need a director. If anybody's out that. there listening and can direct choir. I'm not ready to be in a show choir for church, but <laughs> I'll sing alto. And Sarah, I'll sing the soprano. We'll get her jazz hands out. And... Oh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> we gotta start little baby steps. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Maybe for holidays. Exactly. Yes. I, I would love to yeah. see choirs for special yeah. special occasions and yes, holidays. Yes. Probably even do like all this fancy technology we have. We could probably do like remote practices, like Zoom. You zoom or something in practice. Oh, how awful would that be? I mean, it would be terrible. Sarah. I would need. I have to stand by somebody who sings really oh. strong. <laughs> oh, Otherwise, I'll start singing the the other part, the oh melody. Yeah, and altos are always like harmonizing. <laughs> oh, I have to stand by really strong. Don't right? stand next to Sarah. <laughs> you know who I? You know who uh, sings really beautifully together? Who? Well, everyone here. What's her name that comes and fills in sometimes? Emily. And who's the man that sings with her? Emily and Michael. Yeah. When they sing together, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So beautiful. No, they're so good. Yeah. So tell us, how are you letting your light shine in this season of your life? I would like to get better at it, to be honest. I would like to gain some boldness like other people. But I just, I need to get, I need to get more bold for lack of a better term. I try to let my light shine like for my kids be a good example for them. For me, when me and Raylan are in the car together, K-Love is on all the time. That's like my go-to, right? It used to be like whatever station was on, but no, it's K-Love now. Me and her will be driving down the road. Most any song that comes on, she says, turn that up, mommy. I know this one, or this is my favorite. Please turn that up. And so we'll turn it on and I'll be singing because that's one of my favorite things to do. And she'll be singing in the back. Sometimes she wants to sing by herself, so I have to stop so that she can sing. And she'll be back there dancing along to the music, and she'll, like, have her hands up in the air, like, just going full on out. And I need to have that her boldness, really. Mm. You know? Like, she's not shy. I need to get there. I need to take advice from my three-year-old, I guess. That's so good. But Heart um, of worship. Yeah, she does. And, like, I also would like to – I'd like to work on working on things, like, as a couple, too reading together or 
praying together. Those aren't things that we do regularly that we need to, but we got to just fit it in. So that's something I'd like to... Yeah, it's hard to start a new habit. It is, like with two regularly. very young kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the lack of sleep. But I really want to, like, that's really what I want to do. I want to get to where, like, I'm in a routine. Do that as a couple, because I think that that will help us to together gain that boldness, which will then help us raise the kiddos better, which will then help us all shine better. You know, not just me or not just him or be better for everyone. And I'm a better per- I do things better too, like if I have somebody to do it with. Yes. So I think that that would... Well, you may not think you're bold, but in a time, in a season where you were hurting and needed God, you <laughs> I, brought your whole family with I, you. I Googled like, some churches <laughs> in the area. But you know what I mean? Like you had influence that right. brought them all in and they're a place where you had pain you have brought them into that and I they guess. are they are all reaping the benefits right. of you saying let's do I this need something right that's true i guess oh i was just going to say i have yeah. appreciated that so much about you because- i guess i'm shy in some ways not every way maybe <laughs> but you've been a catalyst to right. come here to bring right. your family here but also i've seen you in classes i just appreciate i did get him to come to a class with me we yeah. did a marriage class but together but i mean you and Carrie came to mm-hmm. foundation mm-hmm. 1 I wanted to come to Foundation too, but I had a baby instead. But yeah, yeah well, okay. <laughs> There'll be time. There'll be time. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> but I just appreciate even as right. someone who's pretty new, right? all of the ways that you've jumped in, all of the ways you've tried to participate, all right. of the ways that you've encouraged your family. The Women's Conference also. Oh my gosh. Is a huge thing. I'm, I'm working on my family on that one. We got the dates. I know. I already showed them all. All the women, I'm like, let's do this all together. So I'm trying oh, to, look at you to convince them. So I, I mean, I guess those are little ways, but I guess I just don't think of them as letting my light shine like that. It's really Maybe. good. Another person I'm trying to get to come to church is another nurse I work with. She was telling me she goes to church. She wants to go to church with her grandma. And I've been working on her for a long time. And bring your grandma. She too. always tells me she's gonna come and she's gonna bring her grandma. And I said, Well, you should totally come. I said, This church is awesome. I said, I just started going. This was like a while ago. She goes, I just might. I just might. That's so the more funny. The, the more the merrier. Right. Okay. Last question. Tell me about some supernatural experiences you've had. So I don't know if this counts. Anything counts. Okay. Which one do I want to go with? Both. No. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Do I run out of time? No. <laughs> okay. Yes, we like, got oh, all the time oh. in the world. Okay. So last year at 24-7 prayer, actually, it's a really random timing. Because we're doing that right now. I know. We are in the midst of 24-7 prayer right now. But during that was when I had, we like wanted a baby, like mm. really bad. But... We thought I was pregnant, but I wasn't type of deal, which was fine. And then the next month, I was like, I really want to be pregnant. At 24-7 prayer, like, I prayed for a lot of different things, but that was one of them. And I wrote it down on that paper. I don't know if they still do the papers. They do. But that was one of the things, like, I wrote it down on the paper. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I should write this down, but I feel like I should. But I don't know if I want to, because I'm shy. So I did. And then... Was that July? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it was August, maybe. And I found out I was pregnant. It was like right after that. And then it was all good. It was just weird. The timing was perfect. 
I feel like you have talked about this at church yeah. and during Christmas about that's a whole other struggle, the difficulty yeah. and struggle in having more kids. Right. So I feel not only right. was it just a yes, it was a prayer request right. on a piece of paper at twenty four seven, but in so many ways it was also a miracle. Right. You know, for those who weren't there right. at Christmas to hear your story. Right. But I was like, mm. I was praying about it. But I was like, I don't know if I'm going to write this down because people might think this is weird. But I did. And then it was like that next month, if not like a couple weeks later. It was very like quick after that. And now you have little <clears throat> Riley who's yeah. four months old. and Now we got a perfect little family. You have to bring her to one of your sessions. and Yeah, right? I love her. She's so fun. <laughs> did you want to share another one? Number two was what we talked about earlier about like the church camps. There was like a few different of those that I would just feel like the between the speakers and the worship, it all put together. You just felt like a presence, even though like, I don't know what else to call it. And I was, I was very young. This was like before I met Chris. So I was probably like a young teen. And so for me to vividly remember those few times was really neat. I don't know. Powerful or impactful enough to stay with you. To stick with me for... 15 years or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know how old I am now. A long time. I'm old now. <laughs> I'm old. I'm something. Yeah. But so that that was like the other times that I've really noticed or felt a presence. And the 24-7 prayer last year was awesome. I didn't get signed up this year because my schedule is very packed right now. Mm-hmm. But next year I'm right back on. Mm-hmm. When that paper come around last Sunday, I was like, I almost took one of those random wee hours of the morning because that's about my only free time. And I was like, but I don't know if I could bring myself to do it. To wake up and... Yeah. I already wake up enough in the night. Uh, so it's a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. But next year I'm back at it because that was awesome. It's a powerful week. When I heard about it, I was like, how can you pray for an hour? This can't be. But when you're in there, that hour is like done in like 10 minutes. Gone. Yeah. Like yes. the next person was ringing the bell and I'm like... Oh, we're done. Yeah. Huh. Okay, I got to wrap it, things up, which was fine. It's so hard but to it was describe so quick. that, though. Right. Because I feel like that's people's normal response. Right. What am I going to say right. well, for that's what an hour? My whole family said when they knew I was coming last, they weren't, like, being mean about it. Right. But they were just like, you know, what do you do for an hour? <laughs> and then I went and I was like, you can't even fit it all in an hour. You can't. <laughs> really? Mm-mm. But I didn't know what to expect. But it was really great. I had my hour today Did at you? 1. Oh, one I, this morning or one this afternoon? One this afternoon. Oh, okay. The morning stuff is Christopher Isaac. Oh, okay. That's him. Wasn't he, he signed like up at like 1 a.m. every yeah. day? He does like 1 to 3. <laughs> yeah. Does he just set an alarm and go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He Mark went up. at 4. <laughs> and I woke up. It was like, I'm like, I didn't hear his phone ring. <laughs> I'm like, did you go? He's like, yeah, I've been there and come back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're right? so quiet. He's like, yes. Some some of us can be quiet. <laughs> there was there was one four a.m. time slot that was open, and I was like, I probably could go at four, be done at five. But then I was like, I probably can't be back home, feed the baby, and get ready for work all and be by work by seven. So I was like, that won't work. Yeah, yeah. but that was the You're more fine. sane time for me to come. <laughs> we'll try again next. But next year, year will be much better. I, I try to get signed up first, so I get the right. Prime you get whatever time, time you want. Right. <laughs> but I went in at one. I opened the door and just like. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. I, don't know what, I just yeah, go in like there it was and start a very crying. yeah, it was a very powerful. Highly recommend it to anyone that hasn't done it. Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, you may not think that your light is shining because mm-hmm. you say I want it to shine more, but <laughs> I think you're doing a great job shining your light and being a positive influence to your family and 
getting chosen to go to a leadership training at work, mm. you know, yeah, you're, you're letting your light shine at work as well. Right. And everyone be like Sarah, our Women's Thrive Conference is coming up <laughs> October 21st and 22nd. So ladies, mark it on your calendar. Guys, if you have wives, clear your calendar. <laughs> For them. <laughs> clear your calendar so you can take the kids on a daddy daycare day, <laughs> plan a fun weekend so your wives can come to the conference because mm. we've got a great lineup of worship, speakers, workshops, dinners, lunches together. So it's going to be a great time. We appreciate you coming in. It's been fun talking to you. you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Make sure you tune in next week for another special guest. Bye. Bye.